Welcome, everybody, to the KIRP Radio Show. I'm your host, Pudgy Miller, man. You know what it is. Same time, same place. Welcome, everybody, from Blog Talk Radio. I know that you guys are just joining us right now. Shout out to everybody over there at Blog Talk. And, uh, you know, beautiful day for all you folks who are just logging in with us on Blog Talk. Here to let you guys know that it is the end of the year, 2014, if you guys didn't hear me at the top of the show. 2014 has definitely been uh, quite a year throughout this country. There's been a lot of things that has transpired. There's been a lot of separation, uh, which is something I was talking about at the beginning. Uh, I feel like there's been a lot of separation uh, throughout this country. There's a lot of people who have been forced to uh, stand on their words, if you will. Uh, I feel like throughout this year, there has been a huge effort uh, to separate ourselves from those who say they think like we do or believe like we do or vote like we do or live like we do and what may have you. Uh, it seems like there's a battle going on between people uh, on all cultural levels, definitely on all uh, fiscal levels. And uh, as always, there, there's a divide and there's a fight uh, with people who uh, vote differently. So it seems like 2014 has been the year where people uh, have had to say who they are and show people who they are uh, w w without pause. And uh, I think the perfect example of, uh, of what I mean by that is what just happened in New York City. And uh, before I, you know, go into details about this, before I go into full details and, you know, talk about how I feel and, you know, my, 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 my personal beliefs and, you know, faith and all of that, you know, before I really get into all of that, the very first thing that I want to say is uh, I, I want to take the time and or take the time to tell uh, officers Ramos and Lou, or, or Lai, or Lee, I don't know how you pronounce it. I don't listen to most news outlets. I haven't listened to most out news outlets. And uh, just by, you know, reading, it looks like it's Lou, uh, L-I-U. And I apologize for not pronouncing it right, but the two officers who were slain in New York City, you know, the very first thing I want to do before getting on, getting in depth on this topic is to tell you guys, and, and, and I know you can't hear me, uh, but first I'd like to show respect to, to your families. That's the very first thing that I like to do. Uh, I'd like to pay tribute and homage uh, to the lives of those officers whom I don't know and I know zero about. And, you know, all I understand is that there are people out there who work some very dangerous jobs like these police officers, and they want to come home. And I understand that. There's a lot of people that don't understand that. There's a lot of people who are very judgmental. There are people out there who, who, who don't care to understand. There are people out there who only talk junk uh, and, 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 are, and are ready to start something and, and create a, a beef or there are people out there who like to be anti, anti-everything, you know, not just anti their beliefs or not just, you know, 
it's just people out there who are anti-everything. And any time that you're talking about something positive, you know, they're going to be against it. They're, they're not going to be feeling it. And that's just the way of this world today. No, whether we like it or not, this is just where we are. There are people who are going to be anti-you. There are people who who are going to be uh, anti of God. And, and that's just reality. You know, no matter what your expectation is in life, there will always be people who agree with you. People never go stations. No matter what they say, there will always be people who are anti of your faith, who does not believe like you, who doesn't care to believe like you, and they go against everything that your belief system represents. And that's okay. You know, that it's 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 okay. The world I won't say the world needs those people, but but we'll always have those people. And and there's nothing that any of us can do about that. We just gotta keep going on, going on and going on. So you know, before I even get again, I, I just wanna be real clear that I like to pay homage and tribute to the officers who were slain, Mr. Ramos and Mr. Lou. You know, I salute you guys. Now, in the same respect and in the same breath and on the same token, same accord, you know, however you want to put it, usually when people are deemed, um, I won't even say when people are deemed heroes, when people, when 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 the multitudes of people pick someone or pick an incident where someone or some individuals out of those incidents are held to high regard usually people will try to knock those individuals down by the boatload And what I mean by that is that it's simply respect. <laughs> and I know I know y'all not feeling that right now, but it's simply respect. And I'll and I'll bring that back to a hold in just a second. But it's simply respect and disrespect. At the end of the day, that's what it boils down to. The reason it's simply respect and disrespect, or, or the reason it's simply about respect and disrespect, is that as human beings, we should understand that when people die or when people have been killed, we should understand that the soft music plays. <laughs> you know, the, the positives about those people come out to play and are talked about the most. You know, when you go to a funeral, the preacher doesn't talk about how horrible that person was that's laying there in that casket. You know, the preacher doesn't talk about all the negative things that that person done. Every now and then you might find a find a, find a preacher who or a speaker who goes in about the person lying there in the casket, and, and, and usually there's a meaning behind it. But in reality, when people die, the stream music plays, 
you know, we're not talking about how horrible they were. We're not talking about all the negative things that they've done in their lives. You know, we're paying a respect to the deceased. And that's just all it is. We're paying a respect simply to the deceased individuals that we all have gathered to talk about or, or that we all have gathered in in, in a church or, 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 or funeral home or wherever we've gathered, you know, to, 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 to say goodbye to that individual. We don't always go into the negatives and talk about how horrible that person was. But, there, again, there are always people out there who are going to go against the grain. And sometimes I'm one of those people. But I never lose respect and disrespect. Now, these two officers, we don't know at this point, and, and, I, and I doubt it ever happens. See, I, I doubt it ever happens because, because of the status. And, and we don't know how bad these individuals were. We don't know how bad these officers were. Right? We don't know the negatives about these officers. We don't know if they were woman beaters. We don't know if they were drug dealers. We don't we don't know a damn thing about these officers, but we do know they were killed by a, a heartless, horrible, evil, evil, just 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 a bad person. We we know that they were slain by this guy uh who was heartless. That that we know. Malice intent, you know, malice intent. We know that the person who killed these officers uh, was 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 simply heartless. That we know, but but we don't know anything about these officers. So I predict that in the coming of days, I, I predict that there are going to be individuals out here who are going to open up their own investigation. I predict that their arrest record will pop up somewhere. Their personal records will pop up somewhere. Perhaps even a family member, a family member of either one of those officers will pop up somewhere. And they're going to be the challenge or they're going to be for right or wrong, they're going to be the disrespect that goes along with the respect that we're paying to these officers who were slain in the, in the line of duty. Now, when this happens, I don't want to hear how unfair life is. I don't want to hear how the left is always doing this or liberals are always doing that. Or conservatives are always doing this, and the right is always doing that. I, I don't want to hear anything about what someone is always doing when that someone are the negatives or the disrespect that goes along with the respect that we're paying to these individuals. Walk with me for a second. In this country, every time someone is slain and there's an uproar in the country about these people dying, whoever they are, immediately those who 
relate to the individuals who were slain, immediately there's an uproar, and, and, and immediately, the, as I say, the chickens come home to roost. Just put it out there for what it is, majority of the time, if the individual, let me let me just keep it all the way funky with y'all because I'm 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 trying my best, you know I'm I'm trying my best to uh, I think I'm trying my best to sugarcoat things and I'm not well at it and it feels choppy, it feels unnatural, you know it it it, it it's it's not me, it's not who I am and it, and it's not what I do, you know it feels unnatural and I'm trying my best to sugarcoat things but that 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 that's just not me. You know that that's just not me. I'm a, I'm gonna go to a commercial here in a second, and I'm a, I'm gonna grab me a drink of water, and uh, you know I'm I'm gonna come back and and I'm gonna give it to y'all a little more raw. As a matter of fact, let's go to a commercial right now, and uh, I need I need a drink of water, and uh, I'm gonna give it to y'all raw, man, just just like it's supposed to be because you know trying to do it like this this this, this just ain't it. Going to commercial, we'll be right back. Six one nine six three eight eight five five nine is the number. This is the KRP Radio Show, WMPG's home of the KRP Radio Show, and last Sunday's Morocco P, baby. We'll be right back after these messages, man. Yeah. It is my mission to create brand stories for you that push the envelope, force people to stop, think, and take notice. Ride with you on your journey to success by creating great design that makes you look like the originator and not an imitator. Get you out of your comfort zone inspire you to take action be risky and always stay true to your passion Tiffany Inc. is located in Los Angeles, California. Tiffany Inc. specializes in designs, creative brands for the entertainment, fashion, beauty, and food industry. Some past and present clients include Jewel Osco, J&K Fresh LLC, Celebrity Chef Nikki Shaw, Teen and Family Producer Doreen Spencer, the National Association of Veterans, the Alzheimer's Association, and a host of fantastic others. To contact Tiffany Inc., all you have to do is log on to www.tiffanywithaniinc.com. TiffanyInc.com is an online indie department store born with the ideology, community, and self. We believe that a garment or accessory created by an independent designer can do more for our community on a deeper level. The ability to wear someone's imagination is a beautiful event. Purchasing independent means wearing something unique while supporting those around you. The designers you support could very well be your neighbors, friends, and family. Embrace your indie state of mind. Shop indie. www.dechcheri.com Hey, Cherie. Hey, Cam, thanks a lot for coming to my school today. No problem, Nate. I promise to exercise and eat right. Don't forget 60 minutes to play a day, right? And I'll grow up to be big and strong like you. Absolutely. And play in the NFL. Yes, sir. And be dressing number one. Maybe. And become the starting quarterback of the Panthers. Okay. You can be my backup. Excuse me? And make Panthers fans forget about you. What? And become your mom's favorite player. Whoa. Rise, dark girl. I can remember being in the bathtub asking my mom to put bleach in the water so that my skin would be lighter. If we're all just hanging around and, and a dark-skinned girl will pass by, they'll be, oh, well, she's pretty for a dark-skinned girl. 
Or And I'm like, well, what is that supposed to mean? I think I remember most saying that, you know, if I, if I had a little girl, I just, I didn't want her to be dark. This is not a phenomenon. It's just the reality in the black culture. I mean, you know, dark-skinned women, I don't, I don't really like dark-skinned women. Like, they look funny beside me. The impact that it has on those young children spiritually is that they actually start to devalue themselves in such a way where the spirit begins to shrink. The consequences of not dealing with this issue is that we lay the foundation for future generations of black women to deal with the madness. It becomes the norm for how we see ourselves. One of the most popular products in the third world is skin whitening cream, which gives us a little bit of an idea of how people's perceptions of themselves. I mean, we're talking here about regions of the world where the overwhelming majority are not white. We have a need for each other, a need for someone to show us, to lead us through example. I think it's dangerous to not question things. We need to become the architects of our own self-image. You are the keeper of your own soul. K-I-R-P Radio! Radio show 619-638-8559. Check us out on Facebook, Facebook.com backslash KIRP Radio Show. And you can also check us out on iTunes. It's iTunes. Uh look us up, man. KIRP Radio Show Podcast. Again, keywords, KIRP Radio Show. That's K-I-R-P. I'm not talking fast, you're just listening kind of slow. Anyway, shout out to everybody out there listening to us. ECU, I'll see you again, baby. Boy, college, what's up? Uh, UNC, you in the house. I see you. Uh, what we got? 252s in the house. 919, 336s. You in there? 910, I see you. 757, uh, 210. We got some folks in the house right now. DC, I see you. Uh, let's see where we got some shout outs coming from. Uh, shout out to Bethlehem, Pennsylvania. I see you in the house. Uh, shout out for the Walker for NC crew. Shout out to uh, now. Uh, shout out to Mark Walker. You know, B.I.G. Shout out to Mark Walker, man. Beautiful guy. Uh, let's see what we got in here. Shout out to Wayfair. I see Wayfair in here. What is Wayfair? I've heard the name before. I can't think of the. Can't think of uh, who Wayfair is. I think it's a, a stock exchange or something like that. Anyway, um, shout out to everybody out there who's going to Cuba. 
<laughs> who's taking their ass to Cuba? Shout out to everybody out there who's going to Cuba. Uh, Cuba, shout out to everybody out there who are, who are going to Cuba. Shout out to Pastor Rob 7, at Simple Pastor Rob 7, man. Get his book, for, folks, The Unleashed Church, uh, written by Rob Pochek, good friend of mine, great friend of mine. Shout out to everybody out there at his church. And uh, shout out to Officer, I forget his name, in uh, South Carolina out there. B.I.G., shout out to you, man. You're my brother. Shout out to Mill. I see you, Mill. Mill, playwright, Tracy J., I see you. Shout out to my little brother, Jamal Freeman, man. My, uh, I call him my adopted little brother from my neighborhood. You know, shout out to you, man, fighting on Showtime this weekend. We see you holding it down for the 252, man. You wear the crown, man. You definitely a 252 king. And uh, hard work definitely looks good, man. For everybody out there who don't know one of my mantras, hard work looks good. Uh, Jamal Freeman definitely represents that. Look him up on Facebook as well. Look him up on Twitter, IG. You'll see me on there with him. I'm not boxing, though. Those those days, now nah, those days ain't over. I might jump back in the ring, but shout out to him anyway. Shout out to my blood younger brother, uh, Jamal Rowe, and his family. Shout out to his brothers and sisters out there. See you guys. Um, went to the game in Houston to show my little brother some love. They did to show their, their brother that we share some love. So shout out to Jamal, man. Shout out to my little nephew, Juju. Shout out to Kira. Shout out to Nisha. I see you guys, man. Shout out to everybody out there. Big family. Blah, blah, blah. Shout out to everybody, man. You guys know we do shout outs on the show. And everybody out there, you will definitely B-I-G in my book, man. I appreciate the love that you guys showed me on the KRP radio show. Uh, Got to give one more last shout out to Sonny, Kev, uh, the whole Change the Game crew. That, that's my people out there. Um you know, Alyssa, shout out to you guys. Um, you know, here we go. <laughs> here we go. And and I'm not avoiding where's my drink? I'm not avoiding this topic. Right? I'm not I'm not avoiding going in, but I, I just want people to know, you know, I tried my best just now to uh to go in lightly. You know what I'm saying? I I try to go in easy. I try to sugarcoat things, but that's just not my way, man. I can't do it. I, you, you know, I'm I'm not the sugarcoater. Like I'm the I'm the guy who's gonna I'm the guy you can depend on to 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 take care of business. Like if you need somebody to take care of business, like you know how you got that one friend that you can call and you know he's gonna take care of business no matter what. You know, I'm that guy. You know, I'm the guy who's going to take care of business no matter what happens. I'm the guy that you can lean on, you can depend on. You can go out of the country and 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 leave your bill money with peace. And I'm the guy that's going to take care of you. You know, I'm the guy that's going to take care of your bills, take care of your house, and you're not going to have to call back and worry about it. Like, I'm that guy, but I'm also the guy that you can pick up the phone and say, look, man, I did this. What do you think about it? And I might say, you're nuts. Like, that's stupid. What the hell's wrong with you? You know better. Or, or you know, depending on what the topic is, or you know, I'm also the guy that may say, nah, that's 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 probably not the way, bro, in, in my opinion. And if you're asking me, here's what I think. You know, I'm that guy. Like, that's who I am. So I can't sugarcoat a lot of things, but I do show a lot of love. So everything that I say is coming off the sleeve. It's coming from my heart. Like, you know, I'm not trying to be funny, but I just don't hold no punches. And because of that, because of those things, 
I have very limited friends. I got a very few friends. But the ones that I do have, they understand I'm not going to BS them. You know, they know how I am. They know I'm passionate. I'm loud. I'm a screamer. I'm a, you know, I'm not a disrespectful person by no means. I'm a lover. That's just me. So when I try to come into conversations like what happened with these two officers, let me stop saying these two New York, New York officers. These were human beings, damn it. Uh, uh, but I hate to get people's, I hate to mispronounce folks' names or uh, their names. So uh, Officer Ramos, Ramos and Officer Loud, you know, I hate to disrespect these gentlemen by saying their names wrong, so I hope I'm not saying their names wrong, but I don't want to keep calling you the officers from New York that were killed. Like, I don't want to keep doing that. You know what I'm saying? So when it comes to topics like this and me being who I am, you know, the friend you can depend on, the guy you can go out of the country and leave your rent money with or your door key and, and, and you can leave your jewelry around and the trustworthy friend, brother, you know, family, whatever. Like, I'm that dude, but I'm also the one that's not going to bullshit you. Pardon my language. I'm trying. That's the first one of the show, but I'm not going to BS you. So when we're talking about a topic like this, like I did in the first half of the show, I, matter of fact, I apologize to all my KIRPs out there, all my Kerpers out there. I apologize to y'all because y'all know I try to bring it to you raw. And I try not to sugarcoat shit. But it is what it is. And let me tell you exactly what it is. First off, with no disrespect, as I said at the top of the show again, and I can't say enough, with no disrespect to officers Ramos and Lau or Lou, uh, with no disrespect to them, the truth of the matter is, when people are uncomfortable with your ass, you don't matter. That's just the truth. That's just the truth of the matter. That, that's the that's the heavy truth. When people are uncomfortable with you, you don't matter. For example, when you're black in America, yeah, oh Lord, there you go playing the race card. There's the black conservative playing the race card. I'm gonna always talk about shit that's uncomfortable to y'all, so you ain't gotta like it. You damn sure ain't gotta listen. But here it is. When you're black in America and you're not clean-cut, and you're not well-spoken, and you're not laughing and smiling and friendly, and you walk up and you look aggressive, maybe, because black people, let, let, let me get on y'all ass, too. Some people do look aggressive, okay? It is what it is. So you can get offended or not. I don't give a shit. But when you're black in America, and you're not clean-cut, nice shape up, close haircut, looking all Obama-like, you know, if you don't look like that and you don't look inviting and you don't have a big smile on your face and God forbid you got any kind of height, size, muscle tone to yourself, you're never going to be given the benefit of the doubt when there's a question if you're right or wrong. That's reality. If you got dreads, still, and it's stupid as hell, but it's just reality. I realize that I tell my kids this. If you have dreads in your hair, if you have dreadlocks, natural locks, and there's not a damn thing wrong with it, but if you have natural locks and you're not a very happy-go-lucky or, 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 or very smiley and, and, and happy and 
and, and, and energetic-looking black young man, and you walk into a store for an interview, eight out of ten times, they're going to look at you like, what in the hell are you doing here? Unless there are other people in that environment that looks like you. But if you're the only one, you know what, I'm not even going to say a store, I'm not even going to say an interview. I'm going to say in life. If you're the only one that looks like you, people are going to look at you sideways. And that don't matter if your ass is black, blue, green, purple, or whatever, but asterisk, especially if you're black (laughs) in America, especially if you're black in America, asterisk beside that if you're black. Now, add a few tattoos on your neck, on your hands, on your arms. I'm not saying people don't have the right to do what the hell they want to do, but I'm just saying when you go with certain environments, you're going to have to understand when you don't look like everybody else, people are going to single you out. They're going to look at you like you're a fucking fool or like you're a buffoon or like you're crazy. Because society has a, a standard of look, whether y'all realize it or not. That's just the truth of the matter. So these are things that I tell my kids, like, yo, before you get a tattoo on your face, or things I tell other brothers out here, before you get a tattoo on your face, because my kids ain't doing that stupid shit. That's stupid to me, okay? That's just stupid to me. But at, at least not while they live under my house, and I pray to God that they never do it, because I understand what kind of trouble it's going to bring them, whether, whether physical trouble, literal trouble, or mental trouble, perhaps. I understand what singularing, what, what, what making yourself look too different will do to you in a society like what we have. And it's unfortunate, but it's true. It's just plain truth. So when you take one of these individuals who happen to look different, even if they don't have tattoos on their face, arms, legs, hands, where they're visible to your eyes, Okay, even if they don't have piercings all over their face, eyebrows, eyelid, two in your nose, three in your tongue, big hoop through the middle, in your ears, whatever, on your neck, face, whatever you do, even if they don't have piercings all over the place, and you don't look friendly, and you don't look nice, and everything just ain't peachy, and you ain't saying, hey, how you doing to everybody like I do, because that's just my fucking nature, and I'm always trying to prove a point, by the way. Because people look at me like I'm a fucking fool and I'm that clean-cut, straight guy usually. And sometimes I don't look too inviting because I'm mean by nature to keep it real with y'all. But I love people. I'm a fighter by nature. That That's my personality. I just am. I'm a thug. Y'all ain't got to like it. That's just me. But I'm a loving, nice thug. I'm one of those guys who love the hell out of people. I go out my way for people. I open the door for people, help people I don't know with the grocery. I'll cut the damn grass. I'll get the tree out the damn. I'll get your cat out the damn tree. But you best not fuck with me because I'm going to go to your ass real quick or you're going to go to mine and one of us is going to take an L. And that's just me. Like, that's just reality. But I'm the nice, clean cut guy with the, with the, with the low, clean haircut, usually clean, shaven face other than the goatee and the mustache. And most of the time, that's, that's shaped up right when I'm out in front of people, you know. And I still don't get a hello from most people. Yeah, black and white, by the way. I'll say this, more more black people speak to me than white people when I'm out there in society, but this is just reality. See, the things that I'm talking about right now is the reality that a lot of you guys don't fucking know about. You don't have a clue about at all. You think you know, you watch the internet and you hope you know and you say you know, 
And you go to YouTube and you watch the damn video, but you ain't living through it. You don't know nobody in first person who's going through it. And if you do, they're sugarcoating the shit and I'll tell you what's really going on. But in this episode right here, I'm not going to sugarcoat it for you. I'm not going to Christmas cook, Christmas fucking cookie coat it for you. I'm not going to do that. A lot of curse words tonight. A lot of reality check tonight. A lot of offensive language and words and terms tonight. Whether you like it or not, I'm going to give it to you raw tonight. Because a lot of y'all need to get it raw because your ass think you know and you don't know shit. You know about the computer. You know about your surroundings. You know about your truth. But you don't know a fucking thing about reality in this country called the United States. You don't know a thing. Shout out to everybody out there who shared conservative, conservative principles with me. Shout out to you, because one thing I know is that you know your constitution, but a lot of y'all damn sure don't apply. So anyway, let me get back to the topic at hand. Let, let me just finish this thought, because I, you know, I, I don't want it to go nowhere. When you don't look like everybody else, okay, and you're trying to be so fucking different, ladies and gentlemen, tell your children, black, white, blue, green, tell your damn kids to stop trying to be so fucking different. Be different in your own house. Be different by being who you are in your own skin. Don't be different by trying to be like somebody who said they were different. Tattoos in your face, earrings, piercings all in your face, acting wild, stupid, cheaper, disrespect. Now, don't be that kind of uh, 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 that kind of individual. Don't 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 stand out being by being like somebody you saw on television most likely, or somebody you listen to on the radio. Don't be stupid in other words, right? Sometimes you got to go with the damn flow. And then people got the nerve to wonder why I didn't get that job or I didn't get the next interview or why they're looking at me funny because you look funny. That's why they're looking at you funny because you fucking look funny. You look like an idiot. You look like a jerk. And that's what's wrong with some of y'all. And you know what? Some of y'all sound funny. You sound like a jerk. And the shit you type on social media sounds disrespectful. It sounds hateful. When I read it, the tone is hateful. And when you get around your friends, a lot of the shit you say is hateful. But you sit up there when you talk to me and you declare that you stand for truth and the Constitution and what's right by everybody, and that's bullshit. And I'm cool with it, by the way. If you just come out and say what it is, don't try to sugarcoat it for me because I'm way more fucking intelligent than that. I can rock with people if they just come out of their mouth and say, you know what, Punchy, I'm a bigot, and I don't really like black people, but you're all right, because I got to know you. I'm fucking cool with that, because you told me the truth, you know? I have black friends out there that'll tell you quick, man, I don't like white people because of what they've done to our ancestors and, and how they sugarcoat and blah, 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 and I'm cool with that. I ain't got a problem in the world with that, because now I know where you stand, and some things we're not going to get along on. Some things we're not going to rock together on, and that's cool. I can deal with it. But when yesterday I was standing beside you, and it was, and, and, and I'm about to go in. Where are my tea party folks at? I hope your ass is listening. If yesterday I'm standing beside you, and I'm hearing how you're agreeing with me saying, you know what? The police is going to have to pry my fingers out my cold damn hand and have to pry my gun out my cold damn hand because I'm not giving up my damn gun. But today you said we got to stand together and kumbaya and pray and go together and visit all the police precincts in America.
working and let them know that we stand by them. Who the fuck are you? You don't even know who you are, your damn selves. You don't have a clue who you are. And I'm sick of y'all ass. That's why a lot of the times I don't mind talking to liberals. Shit, half the time I know they ain't going to get what I'm saying in the first place. They're going to damn near rebuke everything that I bring to the table anyway because I'm a real damn conservative. And I really believe in real damn conservative principles. I believe in fiscal responsibility. I don't believe food fucking stamps should be given out to every Tom, Dick, and Harry that say they deserve it but ain't worthy of getting off their ass to go work a job and get it. If you ask me, the middle class should be getting food stamps. Also, but I understand there's a degree of people out there who need things like social benefits. I get that. Also know that we had a problem in America with health care. I get that too. And something needed to be done. So I stood beside my conservative brothers and I talked about repealing the damn health care bill that we had because I don't fucking like it. I don't think it's beneficial for any Americans, and I definitely don't think it's beneficial for taxpayers. And it damn sure ain't beneficial to people who own businesses. And you know what? It ain't even beneficial to people who never had benefits and people who couldn't afford benefits because now the people who were saving dollars not having health care or not paying for health care because they couldn't afford it, they got to pay it anyway. And if they don't pay it, you're, the dumbass government's going to find their ass. That's why I say we need to repeal this health care. But see, I'm the same guy who's looking at these budgets, and I see that, damn, Senator such and such has a $300,000 travel budget plus per diem. So when I see shit like that, and then you multiply by the number of senators that we have, and it's, man, so I can't sit here and say that we don't need some form of health care bill in America, but we don't need one that mandates people to do a damn thing because the last time the government mandated something, we were black people with slaves in this country. That's why I don't agree with it. And the death panel that's in the, intertwined with it. That's why I don't agree with it. You give me something more respectful, okay? You give me something that's more fiscally responsible, Okay, you give me something that's not going to affect people and force them to do things that they don't want to do. Okay, and you give me something that's not going to Robin Hood, folks, with that bullshit story that you're still reading the kids. You know, you give me something that's responsible 360, and I will support that. I don't give a damn who legislates it. A liberal, conservative, I don't give a fuck if he's signed. It could be a damn Nazi. You give me something that's respectful, that's responsible, and that fiscally makes sense. I'll support it because that's just who I am. I'm never going to be one way. But a lot of you are fucking hypocrites, man. You should be ashamed of your damn selves. For a lot of y'all conservatives out there, and you black conservatives, y'all get on my last fucking nerves. Y'all the worst suckers, shucking, jiving suckers out there, man. Y'all are do you, y'all Allen West motherfuckers, man. All y'all do is Obama, 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 Obama. Allen West is a, he's a, man, he had a chance to legislate actual legislation and ain't do a fucking thing because he couldn't get Obama out of his mouth. That's why I don't rock with Allen West. I respect the man for his military service because I got a soft spot for soldiers and shout out to every soldier out there who ever put their life on the line for this country. These lazy ass, hypocritical people out here. So shout out to you guys for putting yourselves on the line for that. 
But I don't rock with people who can't do nothing but the damn playing game. Yo, most of y'all conservatives who do that shit, y'all ain't no different than the damn liberals. And I'm so hard on you because I, I expect you to do different. I expect you to know more. I expect you to present more. Because you declare yourself who I am. Meanwhile, every time something happens, when Ferguson happened, that damn boy was a criminal instantly. You know why he was a criminal instantly to conservatives? Because he was big, he was black, and people felt sympathy for his big black ass. That's why he was already in the wrong. It didn't matter that he, and, 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 and hold on. And, and for black people out there who thought that this was a baby, he was innocent, he wouldn't bother nobody, fuck you too. You bullshitting too. You full of shit too, by the way. I'm going to say it like this, and, I, and, I, and I've said it a million times, and you ain't got to like it, and it would go the same if it was my child. But again, like I said at the top of the show, I have enough respect for people when they are deceased to not only talk about the wrongs that these people have done or when they weren't always 1,000% acting in their character, and especially when it's a damn child, a teenager, who in their right minds, who at the age of 20 or better weren't doing something stupid when they were teenagers. If you find pictures from me being a teenager, God may help you. Ain't no telling what I might be doing. There's footage out there. There's pictures out there. There might be audio out there. Well, I wasn't shit because I was a young teenager who didn't give a fuck. And that's what most people are when they're teenagers. They don't give a damn. They might act respectful in front of their parents. They might act respectful in society. But usually these kids don't give a damn about much. And that's just reality. That's just reality. But a lot of y'all, you're so fucking disrespectful, man. You have no discerning ability, but you swear you roll with Team Jesus. You don't discern nothing. These words that I'm using, they ain't half as bad as y'all heart. They ain't half as bad. These words are fucking meaningless. They don't mean nothing. But when you criticize people based off your uncomfortability with them, that's evil. That's hatred. That's something in your heart. That's something that need to be prayed on. That's something that need to be prayed for. That's something your ass need to be delivered from. Because you got hatred in your heart, and who the hell knows where it comes from? But you got hate in your damn heart. And you were uncomfortable with that kid, Mike Brown. That's why he was already wrong. That's why he was already the bad guy. Despite of the things that he did. And let me go back again. Let me let me rewind again. Let me 360 again. And let me talk to the other side of the audience. Because right now I'm standing in the middle. And I got people on the left and I got people on the right. And I'm talking shit to both of y'all. And I'm just telling y'all the truth because you need to hear it. You need mirrors. I'm hard on my damn self. So y'all definitely deserve to be hard on. But to all the black folks out there who instantly thought that this kid justice needed to be served, that this innocent kid was killed, and, and, and he had his hands up. And I, look, I, I don't know if he had his hands up. I don't know. I don't know if he had his hands up. Some say he did, some say he don't. I don't know if the kid had his hands up, but here are the things that I know are concrete that I can say are wrong or right or, or, or wrong all the way together. Number one, Mike Brown was wrong for even approaching that officer even putting his hands in the in the car that officer with the intent to strike this man. Because I'm going to tell y'all like I tell my damn kids. If you hit somebody, expect to get hit back. If you disrespect somebody, expect to get, expect to get disrespected. And I also tell my kids this. If somebody hits you, you hit their ass back harder. 
Or don't allow yourself to get hit first if you know it's coming. Use your best judgment. I also tell them if somebody come at you fence and be disrespectful to you, you be harder on them. You go harder than them because you ain't fucking with nobody. You don't mess with nobody. So when Mr. Mike Brown put himself in a situation with a police officer, with a policeman, what fucking wins we got putting ourselves in a situation versus a policeman when it comes to assault, when it comes to being physical? We ain't, we don't have no wins there. We don't got no wins there. So when he raised his hand at that officer, all bets are off, man. All bets are off. How my redneck homie say, Katie bought a damn door. Game's over. It's a wrap. Once you raise your hand to an officer, expect to get your ass shot at least. Or killed, if, if you will. So that's the very first thing. He was wrong for that. He was wrong for that in the beginning. So if you want to put cause and effect on that because you put your hand on that officer, the effect is now you're dead. You're shot. But they're also, now let me talk about this officer for a second. Officer of the goddamn law, as my man can say. Shout out to Robert Williams, comedian uh, Robert Williams. I think that's his name. I can't remember no more. A house party. Y'all know who I'm talking about. Look him up. So we got an officer of the law. This is the one individual that people call on when there are domestic disputes, when there's civil unrest, when people are in a in, in, in a debate that, that turns into an argument or a fight ensues, whatever. Right? These are people that we call to be the on-the-spot judge, if you will, a lot of the times. These are the peacekeepers. These are the people who are allowed to use whatever force is necessary to keep peace. They're peace officers. They're civil servants. Those are the people that society should not be scared of. Those are the people that we should wave to when they ride by in their cars. You know, those are the people that should help us if we're on the side of the road or at least make sure we're okay or that we have some form of help coming. These are people that we hold in high regard and we expect to always, not some of the time, but we expect these folks to always make the right decisions. And especially in terms of high, high, high testosterone and conflict. We expect these people to uphold the law to the highest regard and to keep everyone in society or everyone in the community safe. The police, this is what they do. This is their job to serve and protect. Universal, all around this country, this is what they do. So when you take all that into account, and you have a situation where someone has struck an officer and then they take off running. Now, if nobody else is supposed to think straight, this officer is supposed to think straight. They are trained to think above their anger. And the reason I say that this damn cop was wrong and that everybody should clearly see that 
It's because when the boy struck him, or the boy grabbed him, or the boy pushed him, or the boy reached for his damn gun, like a lot of people are saying, and he didn't achieve what he was trying to do, and he took off running after striking the officer, why do you fire shots? Why do you shoot several shots? Why do you shoot one shot, even? The reality is, this officer was pissed off. He was mad, just like the rest of us, if somebody hit us. You know, just like the rest of us, if if, if, if someone hits you or someone attacks you and they take off running, and, and they take off running, excuse me, and you got a gun, it's going to take a lot of them something special for you not to shoot at them, at least. And it's going to take a lot of something extra special for you not to shoot them. But all those things that a lot of us lack, the police are trained to have. That's my whole point. That's why this officer was wrong in this case. That's why there were two wrongs that didn't make no right. But you ain't going to get people to buy in that. People don't like two wrongs. There's nothing to argue when two people are wrong. You know, there's no debate when two people are wrong. There's no soapbox when two people are wrong. It just doesn't make sense. You know, there's no kumbaya moments, there's no rioting, there's no protesting, there's no looting, there's no TV, there's no hatred, there's no talk shows, there's no media, there's no radio shows, there's no pudgy talking about it on KRP radio, there's no t-shirt, t-shirt sold, there's no poverty pimps that come around, there's none of that when there's two wrongs and everybody looks at it for the justice and the truth that it is. But for the life of me, I don't understand why people can't see it for what it is. And it's crazy. It's appalling and it kills me. It's heart-wrenching. You know, it bothers me. I lose sleep over this because people who I knew, who I just knew would see this my way. It ain't about seeing it my way. It's about seeing it for what it is. I just knew people would see this for what it is. This is murder. This is murder by a madman who was assaulted by a teenager who was doing too damn much, who apparently lacked home training. One lacked home training, one lacked professional training. The end result, one dead, one a millionaire. Or rich, I'll say, to common man's terms, he's rich. So let's fast forward. Because I know this is what everybody's been waiting for. The two officers that I pay tribute to and that I pay homage to and that I respect right now, Officer Ramos and Officer Lua, Officer Lau, excuse me for pronouncing it wrong if I am. So we got one maniac. He's a fucking maniac. Huh? Y'all got to call it what it is, man. He's a maniac. This dude, he's one of those people that don't have no damn sense. The first report that I was reading is that he killed his girlfriend. Now I hear different reports that said he shot his girlfriend. For where it stands, because I've read more media outlets that, that have reported or, or, or more, new, more news outlets that I've read, that have reported that he killed his girlfriend 
And he also put on social media how he was going to retaliate. He was going to sink some pigs flying, meaning he was going to kill some police and send them to the sky or give them some wings as if they were going to be angels. He was going to kill some police. In retaliation to the Mike Brown incident and the Eric Gardner incident in New York City, which I refuse to talk about anymore because I know I'm right on that. Rest in peace to Eric Gardner as well. So we got this one maniac. And again, here we are. You have the people who I rock with, because they're still my people, to, to my liberal friends out there, it is what it is. I'm a conservative, man. It is what it is, and I'm a, I'm a team player. And you ain't got to like it either. I, I roll with my crew. <laughs> you know, that's, that's just what it is. I roll with my crew. I roll with my team. So me chastising my team ain't a win for y'all. Let's let's be clear about that. Let's be real fucking clear about that. Me chastising my team is me checking my company. It's no different than the pastor checking his church. <laughs> you know, if you can't check the people that you ride with, you're gonna you're gonna lose trying to check anybody else because nobody else gonna listen to you and they don't give a shit about what you think. And and ninety percent of the times, the people that you ride with don't give a shit about what you think. But I'm gonna check them anyway. Because I proclaim what they proclaim. Anyway, here we are again at a social divide. You have people that I roll with, conservatives on this side saying, Obama, 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 Eric Holder, 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 uh, Jesse Jackson, Al Sharpton, you are all, this is what conservatives say, you are all responsible for this. This mess right here that we have in this country. You're responsible for this policeman dying. You're responsible for this maniac who probably couldn't even think for himself, but not probably, who apparently could not think for himself. But you're all you're all responsible for the death of Officers Ramos and Officer Lau or Lou. I'm going to call them Officer Lou. Pardon me, folks. But this is what we see. Like, this, 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 is, this is what I continue to hear. It's Obama's fault. It, it, it's Sharpton's fault. It's Holder's fault. And it's neither one of their faults. Because if it is their fault, Conservatives, if it's their fault, it's your fault. And let me tell you why. I tell you just like I told people who are Democrats today. For years, and, 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 and I want you to really sit back and, and, and remove your fucking feelings for a second. Remove your feelings, man. And listen to what I'm telling you because what I'm telling you is real. I've thought about it longer, harder, and I've even chastised my damn self about it. Even chastised myself about it. So remove your fucking feelings and listen to what I'm trying to tell you. For years I've been telling Democrats, the black community and all its ills are so bad because the people who we voted for and that we repeatedly put in office always fail and always drop the ball in representing us right, in legislating right, and taking care of us right in our communities. This is what I've been telling y'all, and this is true. 
This, this, this is not make-believe. This is true. Black community been voting Democrats since 73 or the 70s. Now, my date might be wrong, but since the 70s, we've been voting predominantly Democrats. That's what we've been doing. And if you look at traditional black neighborhoods or all black neighborhoods today, now you see what we have. When, when you talk about the majority, when you talk about the majority, because I'm talking about crime, I'm talking about schools, you know, all the things, all the trimmings, you know, the black community and all its trimmings. Y'all know what I'm talking about. You know, for years I've been saying we're like this because we've been voting these Democrats in, and I know all Democrats ain't evil. It is what it is. Just ride me for a second. In terms of party, we've been voting for the Democratic Party, and we turn to them and say, why are our schools like this? Why aren't our neighborhoods more safe? Why is it that drugs are allowed to be sold in our neighborhoods for even small amounts of times? You know, why doesn't the trash man straighten our garbage can back on this side of the road? Why they don't pick all the leaves up when they come to vacuum leaves up over here? You know, why are they sweeping the, sweeping the street over here all the time? Why they're not trimming the trees over here? You know, all, all that stuff. When, when we turn to our, when we, in, in the past, when, in, when the black community has turned to Democrats that we voted in office and we asked them that question, they always say, well, it's because of them damn Republicans. They don't want your neighborhoods to be this way. They don't want your neighborhoods to be like ours. Or it's because of them white folks over there. They don't want your neighborhood to be like theirs. They don't want, you, they don't want the police patrolling your neighborhood often. They don't, they don't want people arrested right on the spot when they post up on somebody's corner for more than a reasonable amount of time. They don't want that. They don't want you to have that. So that's why your neighborhoods are so bad. So anybody with common sense would say, if we've been voting for y'all this long and this continues to happen, you're dropping the ball. Well, when you look at it from that perspective, and I know oh, 99% of the conservatives, 99.9% of conservatives out there would agree with me that those are the ills and that's what happens in black communities. But when you turn the tables, they want to change their color. No pun intended. Take it how you want them. You know, they want to change the tide. They want to change the playing field. It don't, it don't work like that. It ain't the same, Pudger. You ain't right. You don't know what you're talking about. I'll be damned if I ain't right. You ain't right. Your heart ain't right. Your mind ain't right. Your fucking sugarcoating this shit ain't right. And I'm here to speak about it. So if it's always Obama's fault, if it's always Sharpton's fault, and it's always Eric Holder's fault, and it's always all their fault that all these things are happening and all these officers are killed and all these ills are happening to all of society, where the fuck were you? Why weren't you doing your job if it's their fault? How did you drop the ball? Where were you when you were supposed to be protecting these officers from people like that? See, that's unfair to say, right? Now it's unfair to say. Now I don't know what I'm talking about because the truth of the matter is it's not even their fault because individuals will do what they want to do. This is not the voting block. This is not politics, and it ain't even political. This is good versus evil, and this is what we're dealing with. We're living in the land of the godless. These people don't give a damn about God. They don't give a damn about you. They don't give a damn about a soul today anymore. 
And this is what happens when you always try to equate things that are good versus evil to your damn politics. You can't inject your politics into everything because to people who have sense, it don't make sense. Sometimes you got to take a back seat with your politics. Sometimes you got to chill the fuck out with your politics. Sometimes you got to discern a little bit. You got to understand that this ain't political. You got to understand that it's just some people out here. It's just some people out here who don't give a damn about a life. It's just some people don't care. There are evil people out here. There are evil people who vote all kinds of ways. There are evil people all over the political spectrum. Spectrum, excuse me. And there there, there are evil people from all different walks of life. But this time, this person that killed those officers happened to be black. He happened to support, as they say, or even be manipulated by the mass media and everything that they were reporting about Ferguson. And he took matters into his own hands and used a gun to ambush and slain two officers who did not deserve, damn it, I don't think they deserved it. But he killed two officers who did not deserve, who were doing their job and just wanted to go home to their damn family at the end of the day. And you fucking bottom feeders and you creatures and you, oh, you political half-breeds and political wannabe senators and so-called grassroots and kumbaya motherfuckers out here talking about what this guy did and you're trying to make it political and you are the ones that are causing divide in this country. So you calling Jesse Jackson, Al Sharpton, uh, 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 Eric Holder, you guys calling them manipulators, you, it's like the pot calling the kettle black because a lot of this is your fault as well. Because you're so ready to divide people with your politics and your political stance instead of just standing on what is truth. You know what? We shouldn't be talking about a damn thing other than these officers being killed by some fucking maniac with a gun. That's what's important. We should be talking about those officers, and we should be talking about their families and what we're going to do to keep people like this and keep guns out of the hands of people like this gent, like this man who killed himself and that man who killed cops. And I am a strong Second Amendment supporter, and you know it. I got a gun right beside me over here on the right. One in the car, two by the bed, one by the side door, and one by the front door, and plenty more. Because people like this man who killed those policemen, when maniacs like that are are, are politicized and and put on the main street and put on the forefront, they make all of us Second Amendment supporters look bad. But see, y'all ain't got enough balls to talk about that. See, right now what conservatives are getting ready to do, we're getting ready kumbaya with the police. See, when you should have already been telling the police you're doing a good job, when you should have already been taking the pictures with the police and, and saying how much you support them and maybe taking cookies and wrong, and when you see police tell them have a good day like I do, you fucking idiots, you maniacs. See, if you really gave a damn, you would have been praising the police for the good that they do and not just the bad. 
There's not a damn cop that I not walk by that I not tell him thank you for your service. I appreciate what you do. Because I understand this man is doing the job or that woman is doing the job and they want to go home at night. But you fucking maniacs, you wait for something to happen and you try to turn it political and you make it your soapbox and then all of a sudden you give a damn for a little while. Now you care for a little while. Oh, we got to march because they marching too. We got to do something special too. We got to do this. We got to do that. We got to show we care, fudgy. Fuck y'all, man. I've been caring. Keep my name out of that shit. You heartless motherfuckers. That's what's wrong with y'all. See, a lot of y'all conservatives, you you act just like the fucking liberals do. Because most of them liberals don't give a shit about nothing but their way. And for something then, we wouldn't have no standard in society. Most of them. Not all of them. Like, not all conservatives. But damn it, I'm going to be hard on the people that I rock with, that I call family. Because if I'm going to lay my head around you and I'm going to bring my ass around you and I'm going to bring my kids around you, by God, I'm going to trust you and I need to know where you stand. And for a lot of y'all asses, I don't trust and I don't know where the hell you stand right now. By the way, to all my Sambo Quinto sucking and chucking and jiving black conservatives out there, who don't have no fucking mind of your own, get a life, man. Get a life. Yeah, I said it. Get a life. Get a fucking life. Just get a life. Because I see the shit that y'all write. I read the articles you write. I hear what you say. If you ain't, listen, if you got nothing better to do to disrespect the first lady, if that's all you got to do to get a few laughs and, and, and to get a, a, a few amen brothers, if all you can talk about is the Obamas, kiss my black ass because I'm sick of y'all. There's no place for y'all. And I don't even like Obama. You whack motherfuckers. I wish y'all go. I'll be glad when Obama get out of office so you motherfuckers can go away and we can start talking again about conservative principles, which works for everybody's life, and we can start back talking policy because I can't even post policy on social media no more because people ain't going to give a shit because suckers like y'all are out here shucking and jiving, and all you can talk about is Malia and whatever that other little girl name is and, and the first lady at a damn store and, and, and whatever Obama shopped in the hole is, is doing, because y'all ass are in love with them, but you don't give a damn about what's going on in policy. But you swear to God you're political and you care. Y'all don't give a shit about nothing. All y'all want, all, all most of y'all black conservatives wanted some white conservatives to kiss your ass and bring you into the group because I'm black conservative. Fuck you and your black conservatism. Half the shit y'all say don't make sense anyway, and there's no substance behind it. And I challenge some of y'all whack asses, go back. Matter of fact, I want, I want, here's an exercise, right? Here's, here's an exercise. And, and, and I hope some of my white conservatives' friends call y'all on some of this shit or cut y'all ass off and tell them, tell them Pudgy sent you, by the way. And I hope, I hope a lot of y'all get y'all ass cut off. Go back 20, 25, maybe 30 posts back on your social media pages. If all you can talk about is black and white and black and white this and black people that and black people this, and you call yourself a black conservative, but all you can do is put down black people, if that's your only talking point, if that's all you got to offer, 
You're no better than Sharpton and them. Matter of fact, you're worse. If that's all you got to offer, you are the example of the same people that you're talking about. Go back 20 posts on your social media page. Or if 20 out of 30 is talking bad or talking down on black people without a positive note, nowhere to be seen, you know what? You're just like them, by the way, if you ain't know. If you ain't know, you're just like them. And I'm talking only to black conservatives right now. Only to black conservatives right now. Only to black conservatives. Because a lot of y'all, all y'all got to do, your only soapbox, and you can only champion ideas and things that are disrespectful to black people or the black race or the black community. You have nothing else to stand on. You got nothing else to talk about. Legislative, you, most of y'all can't hang. Uh, and, and, and if we ain't talking about slavery or the history of politics, you can forget about it. You can't even entertain the conversation. So that's how most of y'all are relevant. Or, or let's not forget, unless you're talking about Obama. Obama, Sharpton, Jackson. Obama, Sharpton, Jackson, black people. Obama, Sharpton, Jackson, black people. Y'all punk asses need to get more well-rounded, man. Y'all need to get more well-rounded. You ain't got long. Obama will be gone in a minute, and most of y'all ass going to go away with him. And if you don't go away and y'all mark my words, put it on your calendars. And I'm talking to black conservatives, by the way. I want everybody to know this, okay? Because y'all call yourself what I do. And I'm going to check y'all punk asses, by the way, because y'all need to be checked. If you call yourself what I call myself, I'm going to check y'all punk asses. Because you need to be checked, a lot of y'all. And if you're offended, I might be talking to you. And if you ain't, you, I know damn well you understand what I'm saying. Word up. I know there's a lot of people out there who are going, amen, yes, sir, hallelujah, who are black conservatives just like me because they see y'all ass too. And the best y'all can do is disown and down and discredit the black community, the black race, everything stupid that you see on social media, you ostracize, you publicize, you put it out there big and bright, you talk about it. It's your talking point, it's your soapbox, and that's all you give a shit about. Everything out there negative about the black race, everything negative about the black community, everything out there that's ignorant and funny about the black community. You put it out there and you publicize it and this is what you do. Oh, what a shame. Look at these black people. They ought to be ashamed of their damn self. The black community. See, this is why we don't have anything and this is why we can't do anything and this is why you Negroes can't get out together. Oh, man, fuck y'all. That ain't the reason people can't get out of the ghetto. You know why they can't? Because a lot of black people don't pay attention to no fucking legislation just like y'all whack ass. So they don't know what to vote for and who to vote for. And people don't show their asses up to the polls. That's why. People are voting half the time for their own demise and don't even fucking realize it. And you are, you whack-ass black conservatives out here talking about what black people don't do in their own black community, but you don't have enough fucking balls to get up your fucking all your asses and go into the black community and help teach these people who you're preaching about. You whack motherfuckers, y'all scared. Yeah, I said it. You ain't got to like it. Y'all can kiss my ass and you know I'm telling the truth. You're going to have to live with the language, and I love you. Too bad. It is what it is, because y'all know I'm telling the truth, and I'm sick of it, because this is all I hear, this is all I see, and you guys aren't relevant. Why don't you get the fuck out of the way so I can talk to these some, some of these people and talk some good sense in some of these people? So I can bring people in the black community where we are working and to some of these, these, these social services. You know what? And, and, and to everybody out there who's knocking food stamps, and who got a problem with food stamps and this, that, the other? Your problem is targeted at the wrong person. Because a lot of y'all motherfuckers like free, too, by the way. Every time there's a free dinner, every time there's a free cookout, there's a free barbecue, there's a free town hall, you motherfuckers are showing your ass up there. And if I'm lying, half of y'all ass is 
won't even pay. And I'm talking to all conservatives right now, by the way, in addition to anybody else who don't like it. Half of y'all won't even show up to help out your own candidates when it comes to paying a fucking dollar. The RNC is begging y'all to give money. Y'all, want, y'all don't even want to do that. Yeah, you told the line party motherfuckers. Half of y'all don't even want to give money to the Republican Party. I know. I see the numbers. I know what time it is. I see the donors list. Half of y'all don't even want to help out. Shout out to C4GC. Organizations like that who are out there in the community ringing bells and shit like that. They, they asking y'all to work for them. Half of y'all ain't got shit to do but sit on your ass and get on the computer and you're not even willing to help out organizations just like you who think like you do, rock like you do, do good things in the community, who are out there rocking. I fucked with C4GC, but a lot of y'all, man, fuck y'all, man. Because y'all ain't doing nothing but talking. You're only talking, man. That's all you care about. You're only talking. You want to be relevant. You want to be important. And that's what's wrong with society today. That's why I'm so pissed off. Because a lot of y'all whack asses should have been thanking the police like I do every fucking time I see one. Y'all should have been saying hello to soldiers when they when you walk past them. Can I buy you a cup of coffee? Can I help you out? Thank you for your service. I appreciate what you do. Y'all should have been doing that. But now because two officers in New York were killed by some fucking maniac that happened to support the Mike Brown movement, See, that's your only tie. That's your only tie to helping the police right now. I see y'all, man. I see what's going on. I see what y'all doing. You should be, again, you should be ashamed of yourselves, man. The only reason a lot of y'all are having anything to do with police right now or any of y'all want to thank police right now or want to have a candlelight visual, and I said a lot of y'all, not all of y'all, but there's a lot of y'all out there. The only reason you want to get down with police right now is because it feels like if I get down with police right now, I'm anti that Mike Brown shit that they got going on over there. I'm anti the hands up protests and I can't the, the I can't breathe movement. That's why you want to get down with police right now. If none of that shit was going on, y'all would pay the police no mind. Shit, if I'm wrong, say I'm wrong. You can tell me to my face. I won't get mad about it. Cause I done said my piece, and this is what I know to be real. Last Christmas. Most of y'all motherfuckers never said nothing about police out here. I, I, I bet I'm going to go back and look, too. I, I want to go back and see last December, and, and I know what you're saying. Well, Pudgy, you won't either, but I never proclaimed to be. But what I do know that I do, I tell you motherfuckers every week, communication is the key. Don't think that you can get on your soapbox and talk to people about things that matter without first saying hello. I start off with that shit every week, man. And I always tell y'all God is love, love is God, because y'all hearts ain't right, and mine is. Despite all this chastising, this noise, this talk, this language, and all the things that I'm saying, all the super hypercritical things that I'm saying, I still love y'all. But I'm still going to check you, man, because that's what your friend's supposed to do. That's what people supposed to do. If you declare yourself like me, and I ain't even talking to the fucking maniacs, by the way. Let me be clear. I'm, I've, I've, I've been talking to people on the other side of the fence because you motherfuckers is crazy. See, you, 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 
Y'all on the other side of the fence. Y'all too crazy for me in the first place. I don't believe in Jesus, pudgy ass. I don't believe in that letter J wasn't even around in that time pig motherfucker. Y'all are crazy. I can rock with y'all on the hello, goodbye level. What's up? How you doing? How the kids? We can build on a whole lot of things, but I don't mess with y'all, man, because y'all over there and the shit that y'all gonna get, I don't want to get none. I don't, I don't want none of that shit over there. I'd rather repent for me cursing a little bit here and there and saying a few choice words. I don't do that that much, man. I got a few things that I got to work on, but right now, damn it, I don't want to work on it. It is what it is, and I got to pay for that, and that's me. But you motherfuckers over there, I don't believe in Jesus, and I don't rock with this, and I don't believe in that. Y'all got something special coming, and I don't want no part of that. That's why I don't go to y'all events, by the way. I don't, that's why I don't deal with y'all. I don't mess with y'all. And y'all all the ones out there playing church, your, your apostles and your bishops, and you, you talking about how you hate people, and this religion is, is evil. And I, man, I don't get into all of that, man, because last time I said Christ wasn't about that business, and that's the message that I served. But I'm just saying, last last year, and, and, and two minutes to go on the show, last year, I bet you can go back, and, and I challenge y'all to do this too, go back on the social media pages, your Twitters. I, I, I see that I'm spending more time on Twitter just reading. I don't do a lot of tweeting, but I, I, I go on Twitter and I do a lot of reading just to see what folks, see where their minds at, man. Because people are sneaky. I, I go in a lot of groups on Facebook, and I, and I read a lot of the group conversations, and I don't say anything when I do have time. And, and, and lately, I haven't been having the time. But uh, I see y'all. I just want y'all to know that I see you. I see I, I, I see why you all of a sudden want to support police now, you know, because it feels like if I support police, I'm not down with that hands-up movement, and it, and it shows that I'm not down with that. But I believe in the Constitution, and I, and, and, and I believe in folks with their rights to protest, and I believe in their rights to assemble. I believe in all that. But not when I don't agree with the topic. See, y'all full of shit. You don't believe in the Constitution. You believe in the Constitution as long as it don't bother you, as long as it don't make you uncomfortable. That's a difference. And that is different. Anyway, look on your social media pages, man. Check your friends out. Last 20 posts is the only thing they got to offer, and the only thing that they're talking about is for the black conservatives, look on their pages, because if all they're talking about is the demise of black bad black people is and how negative black people is, you know, they ain't relevant. Disregard them. Let them let them wipe themselves away. I guarantee you, you can go away today, you can not pay attention to them today, and catch up with them next year. They're going to be talking about the same damn things. I promise you. I promise you. You can bet your ass on that. You can bet your life on that. Anyway, folks, that's my time, man. Thanks for rocking with me on the KRP Radio Show. iTunes, y'all know where to find us. KRP Radio Show. Three words. Look us up. Check out the website, folks. We got some new stuff on the website, man. We're updating the website, KIRPRadioShow.com. That's also where you can listen to the show. Go on there, click on there, enjoy yourself, man. Read some of the things that we got going on. Shout out to the Love Father Society, my brother Rashad Woods, Cap Dale. Shout out to CTGHQ and uh, Change the Game, baby. That's what we're doing. Stuff on big things over there. I'm out of here. God is love. Love is God. Communication is the key. Don't begin to think you can get on your soapbox without showing somebody love. I'm out of here. One love. Merry Christmas!